0: Hello everyone again, Uh, this is Sylvia and welcome. I posted my first episode on a closed group on Facebook for people with primary orthostatic tremors and I've gotten over 152 people that have listened to that. Um, Just to give you an idea of the people around the world who have orthostatic tremors Uh, I got responses from um, the United States, of course, Australia, which is where I'm from, uh, Australia, United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand, Netherlands, Switzerland, France, Japan, Ireland. um, I'm not sure (laughs) where this is, but Canberra, ACT, Sydney, uh, New South Wales, Macy, Arizona uh, Portsmouth Heights, Virginia Solon, Ohio Rochester, England Zurich um, San Jose, California Melbourne Victoria Ashburn, Virginia Oh my gosh And it goes on and on um, Nebraska Nova Scotia Hobart, uh, H- 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 Tasmania Oh my gosh, I'm just reading all of them right now. There's there's just so many. It's unbelievable anyway. I, I just had to share this with you. Um, and and the remarks that I got were amazing. These people were so glad to hear my story because, it again, it was like they understood it because they are going through it. All of these wonderful people that are going, <laughs> I'm getting teary-eyed, Shouldn't do this, but are going through the same thing, you know that I am. There's nothing like a good support group, and this one is a good support group. Anyway, um, I do want to thank everybody who remarked on the page and told how um, it really m- meant something to them, and they would like to share it with other people they know that might have it. Thank you so much. I anyway, this was just really a good experience for me. You know, I just realized that. I'm focusing entirely on aesthetic tremors and the fact that it's invisible to other people, but it's made me aware of other afflictions, which I knew were out there, but uh, a lot more heightened to their awareness of other people who are going through um, adversity because of their affliction that no one can see from the outside but they know they have and say that I am focusing on this because of course have firsthand knowledge of what it's like to have orthostatic tremors so definitely I'd be focusing on this but I just don't want to minimize um, all of the other people in this world who have uh, some kind of a disability or an affliction of some sort or a health problem that nobody sees and uh, they get bad flack from it, it, sort of like we do. Anyway, I just want all you people out there to know I'm aware of it. I'm just not focusing on it at this point because I don't have first-hand knowledge. Thank you. I was first diagnosed with orthostatic tremors around 1990. Back then, the Internet was not anything like it is now. It was just beginning, actually, in, as far as the in the personal homes. They had like AOL, Earthlink, if you know what that means. But there was no way for me to search to find out what was orth, orthostatic tremors were and what was wrong with me. So I just have to move on whenever I would have symptoms around other people, I would just have to make up something like I uh, have my knees hurt, Um, I can't get in that line because whatever, I don't know what reasons I made up. But I just kind of avoided things where I didn't have that going on. And that's what you had to do back then before I knew what what orthostatic tremors were. Exactly. All I knew is that it was shaking, very fast shaking, in my knees while standing. That's what they told me, and they were surprised because they said it's usually in older people. Uh, There you go. But that was it. So I just, every once in a while, as the Internet started getting a little bit stronger, and I was always on the Internet, I decided, okay, every once in a while I'll search Anything I can to see if there's orthostatic tremors out there. There wasn't. I would look to see if there was something like shaky legs. Anybody out there, you know, that had any of my symptoms. I would put all the symptoms in at one time or another. To no avail. It never did uh, accomplish anything. So I would forget about it for a while and just move on. And then around 2003, after years and years of ever so often getting on the Internet and finding absolutely nothing out, I thought, okay, I'm going to try it. Probably nothing going to happen of it, but I'm going to do it. I don't know if they had Google then, but they did have better search engines. So I searched, or with static tremors, and all of a sudden, I actually got a hit. It was a site where I found a lady named Gloria who was explaining her symptoms on that side. And I kept reading, and everything I would read, I went, oh my God, that's me. That's me, I don't believe it. Oh my gosh, then with the next line, it was me. That was my symptoms. She had exactly every feeling every symptom that I had, there was actually someone else out there. I was actually crying, crying and crying and screaming and crying. Thank goodness I was alone in the house at the time. My husband actually came home. He walked past the door and said, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? And I told him what had happened, what I had found. He didn't understand, but I did because I had found somebody else out there and I was so excited I couldn't believe it <laughs> and then I I laughed now but I was cry laughing then and I just I did that for quite a while By the way that was a website that was very simple back then and it's gotten so much better now of course but back then it was a very simple hardly anything to it. Um, It's called orthostatictremor.org. And Gloria's son set this up for her um, in her behalf. Let me tell you again about the site. It's a good site to go to. It has a lot of information. It has forums. It has people's experiences, um, written... Uh, coping skills, oh my gosh, all kinds of things. It's called orthostatictremor.org. Try it. It's, it's wonderful. Well, this portion of the episode is going to deal with coping, whether it be tangible objects or just mental whatever. We're going to discuss that. You know, as I talk about orthostatic tremors, I'm focusing in the past on all of the adversities and the problems that we have. I now want to bring up the fact that there are some help avenues or gadgets, etc., that can be used to help get through these issues that we have. For instance, my standing in line issue. I was uh, perusing the facebook ot support group and someone posted a sling chair that they used i really liked it i thought it would work for me it's essentially a little sling chair that when you fold it up you can use it like a cane if you want but when you open it up it's it's a neat little chair to sit on what i do is i keep it in my trunk of my car so if i go somewhere i walk in I see there's a line. I'll turn around, go out to my car, and get my sling cane chair and walk back in, get in the line, open it up, and sit down. When the line moves, I pick up the chair, move it up a little bit, sit down. It is very small. It doesn't take up uh, any space. It just goes from side to side, maybe, I don't know, eight inches, six to eight inches as far as the width, so it's not going to interfere with the person behind you or in front of you. It goes sideways. I love it. It's great. That's one thing. There's another cane chair that I have. It's the first one I got, actually. Its uh, handle is shaped more like a cane and a little curve. It folds out into like a triangle shape. That one, it takes up more space. Like when I'm in line, it it folds out, like I say, into a triangle. Uh, So I prefer the sling chair. But I do use this one to go outside to water my plants. Because you can't stand to water plants, as you know. So this is great. I just take that chair, fold it out, sit on it to water, and I don't have to worry about the fact that it's taking up a much of space because I'm out in the yard. Anyway, that's another thing. Other people like it. You know, they like that one better. It's easier for them because they use it as a cane to walk with. So there's always options out there. And of course, as the disease progresses, people are using rollators or walkers. And they are great for a lot of people. It really, really helps them go from day to day and help their everyday life. For me right now, I don't feel like it would work because you have to walk kind of slow in it. And it's walking slow constantly. Okay, I might. But... I like to walk fast where it doesn't bother me as much. I'm just putting it off as long as I can because I don't want to be embarrassed, I'm sorry to say, using a walker. Because I live in a place where there's a lot of elderly people, a lot older than me or my age, that are on walkers walking like one step at a time. I am not really that way yet. I'm just being stubborn. My bad, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe I'll get one. Put it in the trunk of my car. Then if I'm somewhere, uh, let's say going to the zoo, hey, that would be a place I might could use it, because then you can sit down, turn around, sit down, walk a little ways, sit down on on the chair. I don't know. Maybe it would. That's I'm I'm sitting here talking to myself (laughs) into maybe getting one that I can lightweight. I can put in my car. There was one also. I don't know the name of it. Posted on that uh, Facebook. Uh, support site for OT. Uh, I might just go back there and look at it. Who knows? Some people have even resorted to wheelchairs, a little portable wheelchairs that they can put in the back of their car. And if there's someone with them, they can push them wherever they're going. That would work also good if you're going someplace like to a museum or to a, like I say, a zoo or someplace like that. And again, you know, everybody's in a different um, part of their, or level of their, disability. I'm not there yet. I don't know if I will be there yet at all. Everybody is different, but that's another thing that can be done. There's also things you can do in the kitchen. For instance, if you're cooking, get a stool. I've heard of people doing that. I've done it a couple of times. If I have to chop something up a long time, I'm helping my husband cook, I get a stool, but it works. It's a lot better than standing there. <laughs> that, but anyway, you can get stools Also, I have in my back porch on nice days, I have a glide chair. It's actually a little glide, loveseat glider that I sit on while my dogs are out there. But some people just like to sit on their porch, look at what's going on or whatever. I like the glider or a rocking chair, whichever. But the glider is easier to get in and out because that way I can actually move as a lot of people on, with orthostatic tremors, me being definitely one, I sit in chairs all the time, and I have gained weight. I am not physical as I should be. I don't do the exercise I should because it's difficult for me. S- believe it or not, as simple as it sounds, a glide chair, a glider, a rocking chair, something that moves gets you moving a little bit, is better than nothing at all. And I, I I stick to that right there. I don't care what you say. You just move a little bit, it's better. Of course, then you can always get on your treadmill or something because it has handles to hold on to. I can't do like the people on uh, at, you see at the gyms that are running and they have their arms going. No, I can't do any of that. I put my hands on Tight because if I let go, I will fall off because you don't have good balance with this. So it's my treadmill and I get on it. I walk not a long time. I walk according to how I feel. I don't want to overdo it because then I'll never get on it again because that's what's happened in the past. It's one of my goals is to get on it and not try to do it so long or so hard and just Take a nice little swift pace like I would when I'm walking my dogs, for instance. And when I start feeling overwhelmed, stop. And don't worry about if it's only 10 minutes or whatever. And at least I'm getting some exercise. Try to do that once a day at least. And maybe more than that if necessary. Or if you don't have a treadmill and you have nice weather outside, which I don't hear, <laughs> you can go outside and walk. Just don't walk alone. Get a buddy or a husband or wife, someone who can go with you and take a 10-minute walk, whatever, five-minute, whatever you can tolerate. That is something that is needed to get those muscles built up, to get a little exercise when we do have a tendency to sit all the time, as I said earlier. So I would like to leave you with one last thought. And little uh, project for you to do. I love the band The Beatles. I think they're the best. And for some reason, the other day, I was thinking about their song, one of their songs, Help. It just popped into my head and I didn't know why. So I looked up the lyrics to it and the lyrics hit. It was so real regarding my feelings with orthostatic tremors and what I've been going through. So I would like for all of you to pull up on the internet, on YouTube, whatever. The Beatles song, Help. Listen to the Beatles singing that song and try to pay attention to the lyrics. I also went and just looked at the lyrics only. Unbelievable. Try that. And I hope that it gives you guys inspiration as well. So now I'm going to end the episode and tell you to please have a wonderful day. And I'll be sitting here. In my rocking chair, waiting for you. Bye bye.